The views and opinions expressed by the Should They Watch It podcast are those of two moms who happen to be a registered play therapist and a voice actor for cartoons. So while they may feel their opinions come from a knowledgeable place, they are still, in fact, just opinions. Should They Watch It, a podcast that takes the task of reviewing your kids' favorite shows off your to-do list. Hey there, and welcome to the Should They Watch It podcast. I'm Kara Edwards. And I'm disappointed. What? We don't have a song to sing today. Laura Uh, Orr here, disappointed. But that's okay. Little sad Laura Orr. Sad Laura Orr. There is no song for today's show, Mm -mm. The Hidden Lives of Pets. It is not The Secret Lives of Pets, as we have been calling it in our house all week. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Very close. (laughs) They're, They're hidden. They're not secret. Nope. They're, they though both kind of falling in a similar category, hidden and secret. Yeah, but yeah, very different uh, material. And I would say and for no sure. song, so sorry about you. Nope. But but a review nonetheless, mm-hmm. and a show after my own heart. But we are going to get to that later on. Laura, how are you? I'm good. I have lots of stories, Kara. I'm gonna let you choose choose oh I, this is like choose my own adventure absolutely this is choose my own podcast choose your own laura story okay <laughs> do you want to know about an odd freckle that i found no um <laughs> i love you, you want- but nope <laughs> don't you i say it as i go away till the end you have to wait i have a dermatologist i can recommend <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I'll wait. I'll be quiet. And as I say that, like, is there such thing as an interesting freckle story? No, no, probably not. (laughs) And as I'm thinking of the story itself, not that interesting. I mean, maybe I'm turning into an old lady where I'm like, I have a freckle. You have a freckle I'd like to spend some time talking about. About a freckle. I do Do have a public audience. Talk about my freckle. Corner every one of my listeners and make them hear an odd freckle story. Okay, fine. No freckle story. Do you want to hear about getting accused of cheating and kind of loving it? Or do you want to hear about an interesting thing I learned about allergies? Oh, crap. I, they're they're kind of both because I'm an allergy sufferer mm-hmm. and I kind of want to hear about being accused of cheating. Which one is it? Oh, gonna, come on. You want to hear All both? Right, I mean, do we have time? Is there like the is there the Laura's Digest version? Okay, pick the one that's most interesting. I mean, the cheating. We, I'm gonna go with cheating. Cheating, and then if we have time, I'll talk about the allergy. Okay. Thing. I mean, okay. as far as girl gossip goes, the cheating. It's really fun. All right. Oh well, any we'll see if it's no, I, along the lines of what you're thinking now. That you say, but anyways, okay. So here we go. So I, um, as you know, I love puzzle rooms. Okay. I go to a lot of them or escape yes, rooms, yes. whatever you want to call them. I love them so much. Me and a couple of friends, we tend to go pretty frequently. Um, I would say we have gone to over over 30. That's just me being, I, I would say closer to 50. Um, puzzle rooms, and we love it so much. Anyways, my friend has a friend who came into town who also loves puzzle rooms. So the four of us decided, let's go do a puzzle. Okay. So we found a place that we've never been before. And we decided, let's do the hardest one. There's four of us. Usually it's just the three of us and we have an extra person. Let's do it. And then while we were there, we also happened to uh, see these other people who wanted to join the room too. So total, there's seven of us. We're like, we could figure this room out. It's the hardest room here. Let's go for it. So we nailed that room. 
Okay. We killed this room. We got through it in a record time. We got through it with 15 minutes to spare. And the minute we opened the door to leave, you know, uh, the puzzle master is what she's called. There's a puzzle master. Mm-hmm. It's a yes. There's a puzzle master. <laughs> so someone literally hands out business cards that it, their job title is puzzle master. I hope so. And if okay. not, they should. Okay. <laughs> She's standing outside, and a puzzle master is somebody assigned to the room. If you get lost, they can give you hints, basically. Okay. And they're just watching you complete the puzzle, make sure you're following rules. And make sure, no. like, you don't get left and somebody comes back in 21 days and you're dead. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got okay. to keep us in line. So, yeah. Make sure we're not breaking things, things like that. So she's standing out there. And the first thing she says to us is, you've totally been to this room before. You have come in. This is your. This is not your first time completing this. And I was like, no, this is totally our first time completing this. Why do you say that? Because... Nobody has finished this room with that much time to spare. In fact, if they finish this room, they do it within seconds. And so there's no way you guys finish this room so fast. And I looked at her and I said, this is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Thank you so much. I'm a words of affirmation girl. And um, I'm still riding the high of that, Kara. Wait a second. So hmm. this is a story about cheating on a puzzle? Being accused of cheating. I on thought a... this was a story about like someone accusing you of cheating on your husband. No, I'm not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Your <laughs> opinions of me. I am not. My life is not is not like a... Uh, soap opera in that way. It's more yeah. like um, cheating on a puzzle room. Oh yeah, like if I were about a TV... setting the puzzle master, uh-huh. that is more who. Oh, you are. that's my speed for okay. sure. Okay, I am more of a Big Bang Theory type of girl. That's my life uh-huh. more so than I don't know, Desperate Housewives. Or... Okay, yeah. See, I was already like, you're like, so somebody came in from out of town. I'm like, and that's who they think she's cheating with. I know no, when it's you the puzzle master. When you said, no, "Oh no, you say, okay, nope. I get it." No, now. no. When you said girl gossip, I was like, "Oh, she's oh. thinking something way more salacious." And maybe the listeners are too. No, it's puzzle room. <laughs> I uh, I love puzzle rooms, and um, I'm actually getting really good at them. So if anyone needs like a hand, or if anyone's never done it and they need, uh, you know, like some guidance, I've never done a puzzle room. Oh, Kara, would you? I like have to? never done an escape room, or well, not if you're like the best in the U.S. I'll hold like, your hand. Clearly, I would. I would need it. It would be. It would be fun. Puzzle rooms are really fun. Also, I don't really like doing stuff like that with cheaters. Oh so- my gosh! <laughs> How dare you? That's. You know what? I do not like to cheat at games, and my husband loves it. Oh. Yeah, he comes from a – I think that that's a pretty, like, when it comes to games, like, there are people who will win at all costs, you know? And then there's people who are sticklers for the rules, and I'm definitely a stickler you're, for the rules. Oh, yeah. Kind of person, Jeremy yeah. comes from a family of cheaters. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm more of a rule person too. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't know. That's something I've been trying to teach my now seven year old mm. is he's like, What is the easiest way to the end? And I'm like, No, you no. will follow the rules. You have to earn it. You gotta yeah. earn it, kid. And you might not win. And that's okay, because it's also about having fun with your friends and family. It's not always about winning. Is this interesting? I don't know. It's fascinating. What <laughs> tell me about allergies. <laughs> 
Oh no, are we in one of those situations where only I think something is cool? Oh, and that's really actually not that cool. It's very cool. Anyways, if you've never done a puzzle room, they don't actually lock you in. You should try it out. It's really interesting. I actually really, you've talked about it enough that I am interested in trying one. Oh, can I take you? I would love it. It's actually Maybe. really, no, you would. It, it's really, really fun. And I've gotten Jeremy to um, join me a few times so we could do like a double date. It'd be really okay. Fun. I do, I do, I'm, I'm competitive enough though that it would probably irritate me where I'm like, oh, I'm not getting any of the answers. Teamwork. We'll just teamwork it. All right. It's a lot more fun than you would think, even if you are not like amazing at it. Like I'm not amazing at it. It's a team effort. It's a we thing, you know, it's not just about one person. It's (laughs) how you work together as a group. Allergies. Allergies. What is this? Okay. So I haven't actually done any reading about this. So I'm going to be relaying this from a word of mouth type of perspective. But I heard that city planners, for some reason, have been planting male-only trees. And because of that, a lot of cities have these male-only trees who are releasing pollen with no place for the pollen to go because the pollen would usually land in a female tree. And since they don't have that opportunity, they're going up our nostrils instead, which is why everyone's allergies are so bad. Oh, that actually is really interesting. Oh, thank you. I (laughs) think... Maybe I I gotcha. Maybe I could have left off the actually. Um... (laughs) I am first fascinated to know, how do you know if a tree is a boy or a girl? I guess one of them is giving and one is receiving pollen. Maybe? Maybe. And um, I guess in this case, look at the trees and they're all boys. We're in Dallas. This is happening here. There's not like a, they have like, is it a boy or a girl parties where they like Mm -mm. release out blue confetti or pink confetti? No gender reveal, unfortunately. No gender reveals. That would be helpful though. Wouldn't that be nice if each... Can trees convert from a boy to a girl like amphibians? Ooh, these... That's interesting. Can they self-pollinate? You mean like can it pollinate? Itself? Oh, I mean, I ended up with a lizard that does, that does oh, that. Do, do trees oh, we know. do that? <laughs> I think that there are some plants that have been lab produced to do that to where they can like self-pollinate. For sure. I think that exists. Again, this is coming from a word of mouth perspective. So I could just be spreading lies and gossip. I wonder but. if, because I have a tree that I need to replace in my front yard, can mm-hmm. I go in and be like, I need a female? I need a female versus a male. I've thought about doing that as well, of just like, now I'm just going to buy all the women. Buy all the female trees. Mm-hmm. I'm only planting females to catch all on. the pollen in my house. Yeah. Also, there's that, how they go. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions I about know. this. I will not bore our listeners. No, I will asked. go research. I know. I came in here and dropped a bomb, and then, and we just talked about this offline about how, like, we know we have our husbands will drop a bomb about of information and have no other details around it. And yeah. now, now I'm doing that. But, um, it's a thing now, and so that's why people's allergies are so bad. But how do you know? Do you lift up the bark and see <laughs> what they are? Do you? <laughs> I want to know how I determine. That's a really 
Should we Google it? I don't know. I'm looking at pictures of male versus female, and I do not see the difference. Boom. I've got it. (laughs) If a tree is male and contains flowers, then it has male flowers and produces pollen. Meanwhile, if a tree is female and contains... Well, then no, this doesn't tell me anything. Then it has female flowers and produces fruit. So female plants don't produce pollen. They produce fruit instead of pollen. And so there are some who would say also that this is done so that we cannot, putting on a tinfoil hat right now, so that we have a harder time producing fruit-bearing trees. And are they all male or female? We instead have to go to the grocery store. Got, okay. Wait, are what, what? all? What? Are what? <laughs> I wasn't listening are to what you. Are what all male or female? <laughs> no, are all trees male or female? Can you, like, it doesn't have to be a male. Like, can you have, like, an, a, like, sexless tree? This is, like, my oh. non-binary tree. This do is we, my. Are not, do you have non-binary trees I don't exist? know. Do we need to even keep Googling this or should we go talk about pets instead of trees? The secret life of trees. <laughs> I mean, we're only at 10 minutes. I mean, okay, then we're gonna going to Non-binary plants. Like, because this is what I'm curious about, like, why don't they advertise like this is ma- well i guess you don't have to advertise if a male is releasing pollen and another one is fruit now you know if it's male or female yeah i think that's how you distinguish the two and that's why um i think that's how fruit is produced right as the pollen goes into the flower and makes a fruit right? but then what about the trees that don't produce any like they just have leaves like they don't have flowers at right. all right Ooh, what, what about kind deciduous of deciduous trees that never d- d- change throughout the years? What are they identifying uh, as? I don't know. This is somebody. If somebody is super into trees, I have questions. Kara has a lot of questions. Like a lot of questions. My about curiosity this. is peaked now as well. I would like to know the uh, the gender binary of plants. No. Yeah, thank you. This is actually really interesting. <laughs> and is it affecting our pollen? What and is, is it affecting, like, what you were just talking about? Is. is our allergies and pollen? It is. Well, you, I mean, we don't know that. Word of mouth. Okay. Says that <laughs> we are. My nose is safe. I saw it on the internet. It is true. <laughs> Dude, though, but my face is so itchy. Oh, no. The allergies have been horrendous this horrendous. year. Horrendous. I hate it so much. We are also in, I think, the top three locations in the United States for allergies. Really? My ENT tells me all the time because I'm always like, ah, oh, allergies. And he's like, right, so you could move. It's not this bad everywhere. Or learn to live with it. Where are the other two places? I don't know, but oh. I think they've been everywhere I've ever lived. Because I... I've never lived in a place that I didn't suffer from allergies. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, and I've lived in Florida and the Carolinas and blah, blah, blah. Um, when I lived in California, I did not have allergies what areas have the worst and la is one of my worst places for allergies because of the pollution the air quality oh your allergies are rather you want to hear the top 10 most challenging places to live with seasonal allergies sure let's do this oh i mean if we are if you're not riveted by now (laughs) we're if if we haven't if we haven't hooked you and brought you in yet you just hang on talking about the hidden lives of pets here (laughs) We're t- clearly, we're just talking about the hidden lives of us today. And here we go. Okay. Number 10, Albany, New York. Okay. Nine, New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. Eight, Buffalo, New York. Okay. Seven, Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Lots of Connecticut's and New York's here. Six, 
my hometown, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I can vouch for that. Mm-hmm. Five, San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Four, Richmond, Virginia. Three, McAllen, Texas, which I wonder if that's what your ENT was talking about because McAllen's yeah. not that far from no, here. No, it's not far at all. Mm. Two, Wichita, Kansas. One, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Sorry, Pennsylvania. Ooh, sorry, Pennsylvania. I'm never going to I want to know if anyone listening in Pennsylvania has sexed their trees yet and figured out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm mad at the city planners over at Scranton, Pennsylvania, who planted a bunch of dude trees, and now everyone's suffering. messed it all up. So if you are suffering from allergies, just write your, uh, your local politicians add that to the list of things to harass them about cool and in the one of many things that we're mad about right now just yeah. add allergies to add it. allergies to it Sorry, all right guys. Inter- interesting stories but your, if you your two out of three were great i'm not gonna ask about the freckle don't know yeah no it's not it's it's less interesting than cheating and we might just have to cut all that out anyways hey but if you have really bad allergies apparently seattle washington has the least issues of allergies so probably because oh, of all the rain go. yeah so anyways would you like do you like to talk about the i do want to talk about hidden lives of pets <laughs> Kara, I, i've been excited to oh. talk about the hidden lives of pets okay but before we do i have one more thing i have to say okay so yesterday um we went out to eat for kara's husband's birthday yes and i just have to say kara did the cutest thing and i have to um sing your praises a little bit so oh. there was a tween at the restaurant <laughs> And this tween had a Dragon Ball Z shirt on. Yeah. And Kara, so casually and cutely, just looked at them and said, hey, I like your shirt. And the the kid (laughs) was like, hey, thanks, and kept walking. And I... Everybody started, they're like, they have no idea. They have no idea. They have no idea. And I was like, nah. It's actually one of my favorite things to do in public. Yeah. And I have been known to walk across entire rooms or across entire parking lots to walk up to someone and be like hey cool socks really hey i like your shirt hey your hat's neat if it's anything that i've been a part of Uh it's always been this like and then it depends on the situation there have been times if that leads to a conversation that i will say okay that's a show i'm a voice on and um, but that's kind of, I don't know. I think I don't know if so it's cute cool. or just pure narcissism, but it is something that I enjoy just walking over and being like, hey, it's transactional. We're all getting a little I bit out of it. I appreciate you. I like, I like your, there was a, there was a guy when we went to, um, we were on vacation recently and when we dropped our dog off at, uh, where, where he goes to play daycare boarding, whatever. Um, the guy who, who was getting him had on Dragon Ball Z socks Aww. and it's just like, hey, I like your socks. I love you it. Have, you have good choices in TV shows. Sure does. Sure. Does he know? No. Oh, no I idea. love that. No I love that. Even if they don't know, I think it's sweet. We were trying just... to get on the road. I didn't have time to. Yeah. Yeah. Next I just think time. it's cool Next that you time. acknowledge it when you see it. Hey. Anyways. I, appreci- I appreciate the support. I appreciate it. You know, I, ha- I have a movie that actually just came out, a Dragon Ball Z movie in theaters right now. It's a big one. And uh, it is. It's Dragon Ball Z Superheroes. And um, I I actually had to miss the premiere mm. uh, of the movie because I was out of town with family, um, which will be coming up here shortly because it is relevant to the hidden lives of pets. But uh, yeah, so hey, Dragon Ball Z fans. Go see it. Get your it's out and get into the theater and watch it because yep. I'm going to be out there watching it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm I about to. I'm going to see it. I'm going yeah. to see it. 
It's going to be a good one. I'm, yeah, but and for the record, spoiler, I'm not in it very long. Hey. But you're that's in okay. It. But I'm in it. But I'm in it. You're in it. You're on okay, the screen. Okay. Now the hidden lives of pets. Kara. Yep. Should they watch Heck it? Heck yes. <laughs> this is like the cutest thing ever. This was so much fun to watch. Okay, Laura, should they watch it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's adorable. There was no way you could. I, no. It's, it's so adorable. Um, This came out on Netflix in June of 2022. So it's a brand new show. Mm-hmm. Um, If you're looking for something that you don't have to dive into or devote a lot of time to, this is your show to sit down and watch with your kids. It's um, 30-minute episodes. There are only four episodes of this show. Only one season on Netflix. It's a quick watch. It's also a show that you can pause if you need Easily. to. This you, could be yeah. a before bedtime. Like we we can watch this for ten minutes, pause it, come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's little mini stories about pets, um, and it's it's a heavily science based show. There's a yeah. whole lot of science um, and information about the pets and things. Yeah. Uh, Did you want to do the premise? I mean, sure. That's it. So it's about <laughs> pets. Uh, <laughs> the secret lives of. That's the hidden life. Hidden. It, it, it is uh, the hidden lives of pets. Um, it, it is. It's it's just little mini little blips of information about people and their various pets. It mm-hmm. talks a lot about the science um, and it goes into a whole lot i mean there's they can have a season two because there's definitely some pets that they missed out on but um a lot about rabbits and cats and dogs and tortoises and ducks and birds and um all the kinds of things that you can have as pets and which pets are um extraordinary and they Mm -hmm. they some of the little blip stories are about particular pets that do extraordinary things some of the stories Mm -hmm. are just about the science of this certain animal in general Mm -hmm. um you know why are birds able to fly as long as they're able to fly uh you know tortoises why do they live as long as they do but then there's also loving stories about their pet owners Mm -hmm. um with a lot of these things and so it's just it's cute and it's happy um you will learn something for sure from this show there's going to be some a lot of it is kind of like yeah I knew that but this is cute anyways and Mm -hmm. some of it you'll be like well that's interesting I didn't realize that the bone structure of that animal caused it to do this whatever thing or that dogs have no collarbones at all speaking of bones i didn't know that i didn't know that so many fun facts on this show and i what i thought was cool about it is i feel like a lot of documentaries that i have seen are usually about animals that aren't accessible they're about animals that are you know not in our backyard usually and so i thought it was really a fun show that you know talked about animals that you will encounter easily in of your everyday life. Yes. And, and they do talk about some of the, like, gerbils and hamsters and things like that. But even in that situation, like, you're going to see that people, own, you know, live with these animals. Yeah. So. Even the guy who lived with the, the giant tortoise. And it was so cute because he talked about his tortoise that was going to outlive him someday mm-hmm. and how he's had to make plans. And he's looking for the right person to take over the tortoise that's going to live to be well over 100 years old and that was a really meaningful story to me i felt like it was really really sweet yeah he he, um he takes his tortoise out on a walk every day and i don't know i I don't um tend to think of those kinds of animals as having like 
big personalities. And so it was really cool to hear from somebody who lives with this tortoise yeah. every day and gets to and, ha- and knows this animal very well. And he was able to speak on the things that he notices, the behaviors that he notices with this tortoise it was really super sweet and i i loved the guy who had a an animal sanctuary and they focused a lot on him because he has macaws which are my favorite Mm. bird um and he has them free flying he's actually trained them not to go off property and so he has these beautiful macaws actually doing what they're supposed to be doing which Mm -hmm. is like flying free and hunting and um there yeah it everything about it is feel good so you have a favorite bird eh I do have a favorite bird it's I've always wanted a blue hyacinth macaw why is that your favorite it because they're kind of rare and they're really beautiful Uh um and so I grew up you know this I grew up around a lot of animals a lot of animals and hoping you would get into that and and uh (laughs) and I'm a very much an animal lover uh, birds were kind of a big thing for me. So when we talk about the pet, in fact, I, this show made me think so much about the pets I've had in my life and yeah. the ones that I have right now, um, which I think it, it's going to make anybody with a pet. You're going to want to go hug your pet watching mm-hmm. this show. Uh, but it made me think about my all-time favorite pet growing up and the one that like, and when I think of my dogs, it's Kingston. But when I think of my truest, truest love, it is my cockatiel pirate. I have... You've not even heard about pirate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so the cockatiel's name was pirate? Yes. I thought you meant the breed was a pirate of some sort, and I got very confused. No. The cockatiel's name is pirate. Yes. And my the cockatiel's a bird? Cockatiel is a bird. Okay. They're a smaller type of bird. They're not as small as a parakeet or a finch, um, but they're also not a large parrot. And uh, pirate was my first bird, was my cockatiel. I had multiple growing up. Did um, he have one leg, maybe? No, I just, like? I just, that was the name I gave him. And he had, like, because he had a little bit of gray around one of his oh, eyes. Oh, eye patch. Yeah. And, and, um, and no cockatiel. No or anything. No, okay. but I did have one named Popeye that was a son Conyer, and Popeye had a deformed beak, and so that one actually was named because his beak kind of went like this <laughs> to the side, and um, and I used to have to take him in to get his beak trimmed because the, he birds naturally when they trim their beaks they do it by eating, and he couldn't because his his little beak lips didn't match up, and so they were like that. So I named him anyway. Pirate was my favorite. <laughs> Please don't stop this story <laughs> i didn't know any of this <laughs> about birds even it's i i did i oh. had a lot of birds growing up i i had finches i had parakeets i had my cockatiels <sighs> i had my son conyer um i am a bird i am an avian I, like love birds and i'm so, sure you don't have one now uh i don't because of the cats because i have oh, i have bird yeah. killing cats mm-hmm. and i just can't imagine bringing a bird into the yeah. house to be hunted wait so why did you love pirate so much? I just, I bonded with pirate on such a psychotic level. I I think I would have been like 12, <laughs> 13 around uh-huh. there, um, 11 maybe. Okay. I had pirate for many years. Uh, I will show you pictures before you leave. Oh. I 
took Pirate with me everywhere in the house. Pirate ate every meal with me. He preferred ramen noodle soup. Um, top ramen was its favorite chicken flavor. Um, cooked or Cooked. And raw. he would sit there really? and eat okay. the noodles. But he sat on my dinner plate and ate with me. He did my homework with me. He did. He he was free flying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had a cage, but I never closed it. And so mm-hmm. he would sleep in his cage. But sometimes he would come and sleep on the edge of my bed or... Um, we were the best of friends and I taught him some words and he would say, I'm pirate. And then he would go, pretty bird, pretty bird. Uh, and cockatiels aren't usually known for their talking ability, but he was a little talker. Um, no, he was my best friend when it was his time to go. I, I was absolutely devastated. That was the best pet ever. How old was he when he... Oh, he, I mean, they don't live a super long life in captivity, which I think was why my brain went to the hyacinth macaw because a hyacinth macaw will typically outlive a human. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I was like, I want one that will never die. One that will never yeah. leave me. I don't know. A pirate might have been five uh, when okay. he finally passed, which I, I believe that five to seven for a cocktail a parakeet those birds they just aren't known to live as long mm-hmm. um but yeah Great. you get into the africa there was an african gray in the hidden lives of pets and i got really excited they are mm-hmm. the most intelligent bird mm-hmm. uh, out there that they can do I, I have a girlfriend that has one of those and i would go stay with her she lives in la and i would go stay with her when i was out there working mm-hmm. and it would wake me up every morning and be like get up it's time for your coffee 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 no. co- and he would say roller coaster <laughs> of love and then you go do, 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 do. <laughs> there's a video i can show you it's <laughs> he, he would say so many things and he would imitate the other animals and one day i'm sitting in her this is like the hidden life of Kara's pets sorry yep. everybody it's okay um i was sitting on her couch and the bird's name was sophocles and oh, so Jesus. she had cats and she was a big rescuer and so she had yeah. all these animals dogs everything and i'm sitting in her treehouse in la and the cat comes up and goes wow and sophocles looks at the cat and goes wow oh and the cat looks at sophocles and goes and then sophocles goes wow and they sat there and had a whole conversation that is so great and i was like this is the best thing i have ever witnessed in my life my brain is swimming right now but i love it also that you have these stories about these birds these animals who were free flying because one of the points that they make on the show is that the more that some of these animals are in captivity, the more anxious they become. Yes. And so they use a bunny as an example of like how bunnies are known for being very jumpy and anxious. And so one of the um, people on the show who had a bunny was talking about how he just again like removed a cage basically and and let the bunny live in the house and how because of that the bunny wasn't jumpy developed its own personality yes and was playing like I think that was the bunny that played basketball for fun yes um its own version of it and so I love that message of you know if you're going to have a pet you have to consider the parameters that are healthy for the animal as opposed to I think some people who are like I want 
this animal because I've always wanted this animal, but it's going to live in a cage. And and you have to consider, like you asked me, why don't you know why don't you have a hyacinth macaw? It's not just the cats. Yeah. I would not get one of those birds unless I could devote an entire bedroom to that bird, mm-hmm. um, because I I don't believe in caging animals unless you have to. Right. Um, I very much grew up. We all know my dad was a taxidermist. Yes, we do. Um, my dad was an animal collector. Um, it wasn't healthy and we had cages Mm -hmm. in the backyard and we would always have we had squirrels I had prairie chickens we had like name an animal and we had it in a cage Mm -hmm. and that was something once once I was an adult and able to get and even as a teenager able to have my own animals I was adamant that they not be caged because animals do come to life the more space if they have an adequate space Mm -hmm. um, and and in if you work at a zoo they refer to it as animal enrichment. Mm. And mm-hmm. Michael went to zoo preschool. And so he will even talk like that is we have to give mm-hmm. them enrichments mm-hmm. um, so that it works their brain out. Like we have a snake yeah. that is obviously in an aquarium, um, a 20 gallon because she's really small. Uh, but we get her out constantly. Yeah. And sometimes I get her during the day when Michael's not here and I just bring her in my studio and hang out with her because yeah. uh, they – you do like animals have to have dogs need to go on walks animals have to um be exercised and and their minds enriched because we don't give them enough credit for how amazing they are yeah yeah clearly this is something i'm very into this is (laughs) but it's super valid and i i noticed that coda has a little puzzle game that you give him for his food and i think that's just acknowledging that these are human these are not humans these are animals that exist outside of their utility for us and we kind of talked about that last week when we talked about babe is that a lot of times some we can fall into this thinking of what is this animal's value as it relates to how it affects and benefits me and oh a hundred percent doing that i think some we are a lot of times doing them a disservice and i think that that's one of the messages of this show is that animals that especially and even the ones that we live with they are capable of so much so much if given the opportunity and given the space just like humans they are living things just like we are with brains that work and are capable of doing more than we give them credit for and i am an absolute four-year-old mentally when it comes to animals like stick me we were uh, i'm meaning i want them all and i have to constantly (laughs) regulate myself uh because it's like oh you're doing this because your your children want these animals that's why you have so many and it's like no i am really Mm -hmm. comfortable with with a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. I like them around me and I constantly have to check myself. I had to do it uh, just this past week. I took my family, uh, we were in Hot Springs, Arkansas and there's an alligator farm in Hot Springs, Arkansas that you have to go to with your children if you haven't. We went twice. We had so much fun that everybody decided that was our favorite place and we went back. Um, and you, and you from this, wanna... would you like the list of things that from this alligator farm I wanted to bring home I will tell you it was not an alligator okay good and but I had to talk my son out of that because his his like spirit animals are reptiles yeah and so he was like mom I must have one I'm like you can't tame an alligator and you can't have an alligator there's nowhere we could keep an alligator I want a goat farm like I want like 
to take my next breath. I have never laughed so hard in my life than sitting in this pen of goats with all of them crying. And there was this other one of sheep that literally sounded like a bunch of dads sitting in a cage. It was like it was like dads all put in a cage because every once in a while you just hear, Ma! Bah! Is that what men and, sound no, that's like? like? It's literally, they didn't sound like an animal. They sounded like dads. Why Ma. dads? Bah. Why dads and <laughs> not men? Because I don't know. Because it felt like dads are the type of people that would put themselves in a big pen and sit around entertaining themselves by being like, Mah. I mean, you're not far from the truth. That is right. So, I saw a picture of you with a goat, and I think I commented on your in one of your social medias I was like oh you're gonna want to bring that home aren't you oh you better believe it there was a cougar that reminded me so much of Simon a I, cougar? There, was a, there were wolves there that were so cool okay what all do you want to bring home all of them except for the alligator <laughs> um no I didn't even a wolf even the wolf they were so cool and it was fun because we were there on the second time we ended up going late in the day uh-huh. and so they actually let our kids feed most of the animals we actually mm, got to go around with them cool. and like participate in the feedings and I was like I want them all and there were bunnies and there were ducks and there was I mean this place is just great and it is when I get around there and I see us all light up I'm like let's just get a farm and have them all and I'm like nope why not check yourself someday that's a lot of work yeah that's it like I want to I grew up with a horse I would love to have a Mm -hmm. horse again yeah um that's an extraordinary amount of work and I won't take something on unless I know I can care for it yeah in the way that it deserves. Sure. Not just feeding and looking at. No. That's very responsible of you. Is and it? I wish more people were like that because I'm thinking of things like Tiger King where you see all those oh, you hear about like, all no those way. That's not terrible. not him it, not and I'm not when I'm not thinking of him exactly, but they, a lot of times they talk about on that uh, documentary, I guess. Is it a documentary? No, people people get about, these animals and yeah. they can't care for them and they don't mm-hmm. have the space for them. And, yeah. No, it's really, it's sad. And that's what I, I felt like this show when I was watching it. It just reminds you so quickly of um, how extraordinary these various animals are, mm-hmm. um, why they are the way they are. Like, you're just going to, you're going to walk away with a whole new respect. And like I said, you're going to mm-hmm. want to go hug your dog. You're going to want to yeah. cuddle your cat. Like, you instantly will respect your own pets so much more. Yeah, I ended up buying a little puzzle feeder too. Did right you? after. Oh yeah, I was like, they need more. They need know. more stimulation. Yes, enrichment. More enrichment. Enrichment. Thank you, Michael. Okay, <laughs> who is the audience, Kara? I mean, me. <laughs> Clearly, me. <laughs> and my children and my husband. Animal lovers for and sure. And my dog liked watching it. I mean, li- oh yeah, Koda was super into it. Koda watched all of it too. This is a fun, I mean, it's animals on screen. He loves watching TV. Oh, that's so interesting. Kingston used to flip out if he saw an animal, an animal on TV. He huh. would bark and lose his mind. And yeah, it was, they, the animals see it too. Animals get it. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, clearly everybody. Yeah, I'd say like five and up. It caught my daughter's attention um, because I think, so we like to watch a lot of funny animal videos on YouTube. And so... 
um, the format of the show, I think, reminded her of that because it's yeah. clips of animals. But instead of animals being clumsy, like what you would see on those, you know, compilations on YouTube, we're watching very talented animals and learning about what the animals can do. So I think it will grab their attention because the format of it is very similar to things that they might yeah. see in other forums. Um, there are some subtitles. So if your kids aren't fast readers or if they are not readers yet, then you might have to read um, the subtitles to them when there's when that exists. But yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's if you're a fact, if you love fun facts and if you love animals and if your kid's very inquisitive and they love animals, I think. You're going to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. And there was, again, there was just great messages throughout. Uh, One of the ones it talked about was the more we play, the more our pets will show their social emotional intelligence. Mm. Um, Going Mm -hmm. back to that enrichment, that's how they worded it. Uh, And there was a lot, like I could even see with my kids while watching it, they were like, we should do that with our dog. We should do that with our cats. We yeah. like they were even thinking of ways like we we should do more to bring out their intelligence. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to train my dog to do that. I want to train, yeah. you know, ooh, can my snake do that? Which mm-hmm. by the way, there weren't actually snakes. They kept showing them, but they didn't do any stories about snakes, which really mm-hmm. bothered Michael. Oh, yeah. Little, so like, season two, everyone, layer. we're requesting a few more reptiles. Yeah. They did have some lizards. They had some really cool lizards yeah. in there. It's interesting what you said about the more we play yeah the more what did you say the more we play the more we play the more our pets will show their social emotional intelligence that's a quote from the show and that is so true for people <laughs> it's funny because that there's been a lot of research out that says the more people play yeah the more they develop social emotional skills too especially kids but even adults um like well that's puzzle- how you do therapy with children is through yes play. play therapy and it's why i go to puzzle rooms again back to puzzle rooms you should go. it's good for your brain and your social emotional skills and you learn team building and it's great no it's good um, i can see a lot no i could actually see a just, lot of things you know like this idea of play again extends further than i think just being human centric in our brains if we just include other animals and a lot of these philosophies that we've applied to ourselves i think it would be applicable. Absolutely. They also watch TV, as Kara just said. Like, they are social beings. Their brains are way more complex than I think we give them credit for. Like, I'm telling you, I have a snake. My son has a snake. I play with it more than anybody. Um, Sapphire. Sapphire. Uh, and, and I watch Sapphire, and she has personality. Mm. I have a lizard that clones itself and breeds itself um it's a binos gecko and it it, it's fascinating because she has a different personality than her baby even Mm. though they are actually clones of each other she's got this really bold personality and she Mm. comes out and gives you looks whereas her baby spike um is terrified of everything and is constantly hiding well that's what they say about clones right is you're not really getting the same person or animal do, you do they say this about oh, clones yeah, okay i guess like, i haven't thought much about clones well i mean not until i started having clones <laughs> no but like <laughs> the um the whenever the idea comes up of people being able to clone their pets yeah who have passed on the um scientists always are saying now you know this is not the same dog for example that you had before this is this is this this is a different dog and it's gonna have a different personality exactly it's not gonna remember you it's not gonna be you know it's not gonna have the same habits 
as the what other was that one. Movie, the Gabe movie, where they ended up cloning. There, they brought. They figured it, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Remember when they buried it and it would come back to life, but yeah. then it came back to life like as super a murderous. demon. Yeah. As a demon, it was a demon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pet yeah. Cemetery. So I mean, there's to they prove, won't to prove you. your point, Laura. <laughs> Stephen King this whole time is just warning us about clones. It's true. He saw the future. He knew that it Mm -hmm. was going to be a part. Okay, so I did look up some interesting animal facts that I can go through kind of quick if you want. Oh, please. Okay, the rarest animal on earth. And by the way, why did I look up these facts? It's because Michael, this show had his brain churning. Okay. And he has been asking me so many questions about what about this animal? What about that animal? So I started writing them down. The rarest animal on earth is a vaquita. It is a type of porpoise found off of Baja, California. They believe that there are around 10 left in existence. None of them live. uh, There are none in captivity. They can only be found in the wild. Are they rare because they've been whittled? Yeah. Because of because of just humans and development and pollution and all of these things, and they've just kind of gone okay. off. These Let's hear the rest of your facts. Okay, that's the saddest one. The fastest animal on Earth. What do you think it is? Cheetah. On land, but the actual fastest animal on Earth is a type of falcon called a peregrine. Okay. Falcon, I hope I said that right. Birds. Yep, it's a bird. The fastest. What do you think the smallest animal on Earth is? Amoeba. No, it's actually a frog. Oh, the okay. The smallest, it is a pedifloteflemininimus. It's a type of frog. A fremininimini. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is yeah. it green? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's okay. a frog. Uh, what do, you, do you know the biggest animal on Earth? Blue whale. Yes, yes, you are correct. Do you know the smartest animal on Earth? Hold on. Hold on. Smartest. Is it a pig? It's not a pig. It's an elephant. Oh, well, yeah. the smartest they never animal. forget. Do you know what number two is? Is it a pig? It's an octopus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've seen them escape some boxes for Pretty sure. Pretty fascinating. Like, uh, they literally can escape enclosure. Um, they've done so at a bunch of zoos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it. That's all I got. I, fig- I figured that would be enough. I, it was. It was great, Kara. <laughs> I My brain is, is churning. Wait, what did you say? This And this is... We're supposed to, we're supposed to be the smartest animal. I don't even remember the f- number one. Who's the smartest? Elephant. Elephant. That's right. That's right. That's right. I don't think we are the smartest. I know we're supposed to be, but I'm not feeling very smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at this world thinking we're being very smart. Well, and that's the thing. Like we don't know what type of introspection an animal has. No. Like what if? What if? Like what if a dog knows like everything and we don't know? I don't know. They just don't know how to tell us. I think some of my animals are smarter than us. I think, but I'm going to tell you, shuffle my cat. Oh. That cat would rule this world. If oh, he yeah. had opposable thumbs, we'd be done. Yep. That's really the only thing keeping him back. <laughs> True. Is that his, his hands don't work like <laughs> they need to work in order to wipe us out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cats are just biding their time until they can take us out for no sure. No question. So I don't think we need to um, harp too much on the fact that this is educational. Yeah. In the answering no the question. Fear educational Clearly question. educational. It is a documentary. We like all the things. Is there anything problematic? Okay. So I do not have anything problematic to say about this show. Okay. If you don't have anything, I do have some reviews from IMDb. 
with some people who were remarkably upset about this show. I will okay, I will say one thing. Okay. And this is reaching, but your kids might after watching this want to have some of these animals. And so if you are not into having pets, you know, just be aware that your kids might decide that they all of a sudden want a hamster after watching this. Yes. No question. And that's we wanted that's every had, but though. but the problem was I wanted all of the pets <laughs> after watching this show. I had to talk myself out of getting all the animals. Um yeah, that was it. No, that was no all question. I got. Be prepared. Um, and also uh turtles, their hearts beat six times a minute and that's it. Can you believe that? I mean, they must be so relaxed. I mean, they like, are so relaxed. When I heard that, I literally looked at the clock and I was like, beep. <laughs> <laughs> that is so perfect. weird to think about a no, heart that's is. just not moving a lot and then you think of like a hummingbird and they're just like all over the place right like yeah easy any hoodles do you want to hear what people are upset yeah about? please tell me Reviews everything about from imdb number one <laughs> this isn't the hidden lives of pets it should be called narcissistic jerks who abuse animals i lasted five minutes Thanks for another POS show, Netflix. It's any wonder your days are numbered. Whoa. I'm going to get into what they're upset about. That was the first review I read, and I was like, wait, what? What are they Yeah, so what are they upset about? about? Review number two. Oh, okay. This show lost me the moment some bonehead went off the cliff with his dog. That's what they're upset okay. about. That's so what they're upset about. I- I know what they're saying, but if this had been any other animal but a freaking border collie, right? I might be like, let's take a second look at that. But if anyone has ever been around a border collie or what is that other one? The shepherd, uh, Australian Australia, shepherd. That's what, that's what Coda is. Those I'm sitting next animals to one. are daredevils. They are crazy. And they, they would want to be with their human. They don't care if you're leaping off a cliff no. or running across a street. They they are going to follow and want to be there. Yes. And you can see the dog wants yes. to do this. He got so excited when they put in. So, yeah, yes. a guy jumps off the cliff. Spoiler alert. First five minutes of episode one. Yes. Jumps off a cliff with his dog. And if that dog did not want to do it, the dog would run away from him. Absolutely. That would be that. Yes. And, and he wouldn't be calling out documentaries and filming it if he was abusing his dog. Absolutely. This dog is loving it. But, but I that's can what see every the, review, and boy, are they mad. I can see the anxiety, but I don't see the outrage. I don't either. Okay. And is there risk? Of course there's risk. But you know what? There's risk every time you take your dog for a walk. Something can happen. And we don't mind that our military is training German shepherds to jump out of helicopters. Oh, that's a real no. That's I a mean, really good point. It's happening any, right now. It's happening, so yeah, it's I mean, it's a good thing that they don't get reviews on IMDb. <laughs> I'm going the bright one because <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, people are mad. <laughs> okay, what's another one? That's I mean, that was it. Oh, literally okay. all of it. I mean, I can keep going uh, about it, but it's literally everybody's I'm, just really angry about that one scene. So if you, it, so okay. you know, spoiler alert. If yeah. if if jumping off a cliff with a border collie is gonna upset you, you need to fast forward for the first ten minutes of episode yeah. one. You can watch the next twenty minutes and the rest of the season. You will be fine. There is nothing else that is uh, risky or anything. 
That's fair. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you gave that heads up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you're also, good. Also, if you... <laughs> I just spend so much time on IMDb. It's like one of the main apps on my phone. Oh, like, the IMDb reviews give me life. Me too. They're so good. <laughs> They're I, better than Yelp. I look at IMDb once a day it's for some so reason much or another. Fun. They are better than Yelp. They you are. are so right about that. So if anyone's looking to for something fun to do in their spare time, oh my. Go just, read the reviews of your favorite shows oh. or your least favorite shows especially because mad IMDb is the best. So good. It's so good. so good. Angry IMDb. Look yeah. it up. Well, I think that's all we got I think today. that's it. The Hidden Lives of Pets. We highly recommend it. Absolutely. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Gravity Falls with special guest Nate Dufort. I'm of so excited. Unspookable. And we're really looking forward to that one. Yeah. I love yeah. when we have guests on the show. So thank you for making it this far with us, everybody. <sighs> and sorry in advance for weird stories, I guess. <laughs> they were great. They were really good. Yeah. Especially that cheating one. Um, okay, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Subscribe and follow us on Instagram.